the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Buka Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. We'll begin our reading of Philippians chapter 1 in verse number 2. Grace and grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. For, the, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you, all because I have you in my heart, and as much as both in my chains and in my defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. Amen. Would you pray with me this morning? Father in heaven, we honor you. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the privilege of preaching this morning. Lord, save someone who is lost through the preaching of the gospel. Lead someone to the saving knowledge. Today, Lord, draw someone out of the darkness into the marvelous light. God, rescue someone from drifting. Father, I pray that in the midst of our declaration of the preaching of this gospel, Lord, that you would encourage someone's heart to go and keep running the race that is set before them. Father, I pray that you would edify this body and that above and beyond all things that transpire, you would glorify yourself. For you alone, God, are deserving of all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Right now, God, I stand in need of you, a vessel of clay that is, can do nothing without you. So, Lord, use me as an instrument in your hand to accomplish your will in a precise and accurate way. Let the very words of my mouth come as the oracle of God and let your people who hear it Know that it was not me, but that it was you that was speaking. Spirit of the Lord, reach us and touch us, mold us, shape us, break us if you have to. But we want to look like you when it's all said and done. So, Father, have your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I don't want to move too far down this uh, goal uh, uh, projection for you in 2022 of achieving your full potential in Christ and cause you to believe that all of the achievement is on your shoulders and your shoulders alone. I really want to provide for you this morning some, some help that you might need to get there and help you understand that, there are, that, that, that you're not on this journey by yourself. In other words, uh, there, I'm going to kind of pull out of this text three uh, means of support, if you will, that, that we all have. 
to assist us literally in achieving our full potential in Christ Jesus. This morning, if y'all would bear with me, we're going to push through this text and speak to you from the subject matter, help in achieving your full potential in Christ. It might not sound like much. It might sound very simple. But as we start this text, I want you to tune in with me and listen to what Paul says to the Philippians. In verse 2, he says, grace to you and peace from our God and Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't sound very much, but I want you to understand something about that statement. That statement helps us first and foremost if we're the help that we have in achieving our full potential in Christ is first of all that you are beneficiaries of grace and peace. Y'all still here with me? You are a beneficiary of grace and peace. I can tell y'all not getting it yet so let me dig down a little deeper. Grace and peace is what you have been uh, or, or that you have as a beneficiary. Now, when you read through Paul's writings, you'll find that Paul uses this same or very similar salutation in almost all of his letters. Grace and peace to you. Grace and peace to you. Grace and peace to you. Now, if you weren't paying attention, you would think that Paul is just just regurgitating the same kind of salutation and that somehow the salutation has no weight, no effect, no benefit to you. But Paul is not just extending to them a salutation of grace and peace, but he's also acknowledging of them that which they have already beneficiaries of. Help me, God. In other words, what Paul is declaring is that you're already beneficiaries of grace and peace. He's not just saying grace and peace to you like we say hello. No, he's saying you are. It's a reminder to us that you're a beneficiary of grace and peace. I'm trying to get my mind around this this morning. If we could just kind of comprehend it, if, if we would just walk around to one another and when we see each other in the morning, we would say to each other grace and peace. Not to say uh, I'm giving you grace and peace because I have no grace to give you. I have no peace that I can extend to you, but I can remind you that you already have been a beneficiary of the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are y'all still here with me? If you're going to be successful in achieving your full potential in Christ Jesus, you've got to understand that you are a, a beneficiary. You are a, uh, an entitled beneficiary of the grace and peace of of God. Now, I want you to notice something else in this as I kind of try to open it up slowly but carefully and very precisely. And that is grace comes before peace. Do y'all see that? I know you're saying, well, it's just a salutation, Pastor. There's nothing to it. No, there's a whole lot to it because there is no peace without grace. If grace doesn't come, you won't have peace. Can I talk to somebody this morning? Now, you can have grace and not have peace. But you can't have peace without first having grace. And I need us to delve into this even deeper to understand and comprehend that if you are a born-again believer this morning... You have and you are a beneficiary of the grace of God. 
Mm-mm-mm. Let me back up a little farther because I know somebody's saying, well, Pastor, you're being exclusionary. You're excluding us unbelievers from your sermonic exhortation this morning. No, I'm not. I just wanted to remind my brothers and sisters, first of all, that they were recipients and beneficiaries of the grace of God. But now I'll come to the other side of the coin and I'll say to the unbeliever, whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, whether you're worshiping Buddha, whether you're following falling down before demons or you're putting uh, upside down crosses around your house, guess what? You too are still a beneficiary of the amazing grace of God. Help me, Lord Jesus. The fact that you woke up this morning and your mind was still in its right place and you had the ability to know who you were and where you were and what you were doing and how to get where you were going, that was not because you were so perfect and it sure enough wasn't because of the God you worship. No, that was because the grace of an incredible God that supersedes and is above every other God has extended grace that is unmerited, unearned favor. He's laid it out before you. The fact that you breathe in air and breathe out air and you don't choke yourself to death, that's the amazing grace of God. I know you're thinking this morning, Pastor, give me something measurable. Well, if you're alive this morning, measure that. If you can talk this morning, measure that if you can hear me this morning measure that all of these are by the grace of God and the grace of God has been extended to us all whether you're saved or whether you're unsaved we are beneficiaries of the grace of God and because of the grace of God we have the ability and we also are beneficiaries of his peace y'all still here stay with me When God extended his grace to us, we who were sinners, we who were filed and defractured and and broken vessels, when he extended his grace to us in giving us his only begotten son that who would die on a cross, be buried in a tomb, raised on the third day, and extend to you and I the opportunity and the ability to have all of our sin forgiven, when that grace was extended to us, it allowed us to walk into the peace of of God. Help me, Lord Jesus. The reason why we are beneficiaries of his peace is because first there was his grace. But the peace that we have is not the peace that man can give. It is only a peace that God can give. Y'all still here? It is a peace that is said to surpass All of man's intellectual comprehension. Man cannot figure it out how you can be at peace when there's a storm raging all around. It's incomprehensible peace. It's peace when I've lost everything that I can still smile, raise my hands, and say, thank you, Jesus. It's a peace when mama or daddy or sister or brother have gone on to be with the Lord, whether expected or unexpected, but yet I can still get up in the morning, have my cup of coffee, raise my hands to God and say, God, you're still good. That's a peace man can't package. He can't bottle it. He can't sell it. He can't provide it. He can't therapeutically extend it to you. That's peace that only God 
has given to you, and you are beneficiaries of his grace and his peace. Paul says in in verse number seven, uh, he says this as well. He says at the very end, he says, uh, you are all partakers with me of grace. As he addresses the Philippian uh, group of, 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 of leaders and Christians and saints and bishops and deacons, he says, all of you are beneficiaries of the grace of God with me. <laughs> what I like about God is that he didn't just send us out and say to us, achieve your full potential on your own. He didn't just save us and throw us out of the nest and say, be your best you. No. What he did was he extended to us grace as beneficiaries. We received his grace or Jesus and someone took it to a whole nother level and called it amazing grace because they began to think about the life that they had lived help me somebody they thought about the sins that they had committed they thought about how unworthy they were in their life and living from day to day they thought about how short they came of being perfect before God. They thought about how God should have wiped them out and cast them asunder. They thought about how others who did the same things that they had done were not still here. And they realized that if God has given me grace, this thing is amazing. And so this amazing grace was given to us. This grace as a beneficiary, we have grace. That benefits us to have peace. Grace that saved you. Grace that protected you. Grace that provides for you every single day. You and I are beneficiaries of God's grace. And in the process and in the journey of achieving our full potential, trust me, we're going to need his grace. I'm not good enough. You're not good enough to do this thing right. We need some grace. If I can paint you a picture, grace is aiming at the bullseye and missing the bullseye. But while my arrow misses, grace catches my arrow and drives it into the bullseye anyway. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Notice I say aiming at the bullseye. Grace is not aiming in the opposite direction and expecting that grace will pick it up and carry it around to the direction that it's supposed to be. No, that's not grace. That, that's not grace. Grace is when I'm aiming at the bullseye and I come short of the glory of God. And when God, by his amazing grace, wraps it up and lifts it up and makes it a bullseye anyway, that's grace. We are all beneficiaries of his grace as well as his peace. Secondly, and I move us along in the text, we are beneficiaries of prayer. 
Look at verse number three in your text. It says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine making requests for you all with joy. I love it. Paul says, I thank God for you. Paul says, when I'm praying, I, I thank God for you. You may not realize the benefit of this, but watch this. You are, uh, somebody is praying to God, listen, and thanking God for you. I, I, I wish I could whisper that in your ear and so, so that it would, it would make the, the hair down in the deep inner ear tingle because I, I need you to get this. Somebody is thanking God for you. Lord Jesus. So somebody is spending time uh, reminding God how valuable you are to them. I know you don't think much of yourself, and I know you don't think anybody cares, but I, I need you to get this, that, that, that in the way that Paul says, I thank God upon my every remembrance of you, making mention of you, and thanking God for you, uh, you are the beneficiary of someone's prayer, thanking God for you. Mm, okay. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I, w- I want you to notice that every day, Katerin, I thank God for you. Every day. E- every day. Can, I, can we be honest this morning? Just be honest. Even though sometimes church people can get under the skin and on the nerves of the pastor. I still thank God for you. Y'all still here with me? If nobody else is thanking God for you, your pastor is thanking God for you. Stay here with me. Not, Not just those who are members, but also those who are visitors and viewers and 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 who tune in, who are bedside Baptist members and those who come in and all. I'm thanking God. I thank God that when I stand up to declare his word, that there's somebody who's tuning in on their bedside, in the kitchen table, in the living room, they're silencing the kids saying, shh, 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 Pastor Sterling's on. We got to hear the word. I thank God that you take the time to listen to me. I, I'm thankful to God that on Sunday mornings at 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning, 10.30 in the morning, and sometimes 11 o'clock in the evenings, uh, some, somebody is tuning in to one of the radio broadcasts of Kettering Ministries, and there I thank God because somebody is, is tuning in, and I'm thanking God for every listener. I'm thanking God for every voice. I'm thanking God for every ear that God gives me the privilege to preach into. I thank God for you. I thank God that you're still in the battle. I thank God that you haven't waved the white flag and given up. I thank God that you haven't turned your back on him. I'm thankful to God and I take time every day to thank God for you. Somebody is reminding God, other than me, that you are valuable to them. And you might be thinking, well, Pastor, how is this 
um, beneficiary, uh, um, how is this beneficial to me? Um, how does the prayer of someone thanking God help me in achieving my full potential? I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. The answer is because if you realize that in the scope of being a beneficiary of people's prayers, that someone thinks enough of you to thank God for you. It says to you that no matter what you're facing, no matter what hell is in your life, no matter what I'm going through, no matter who's turned their back on me, no matter who walked out on me, that someone sees me as valuable enough to go before the throne room of God Almighty and say to God, thank you for her thank you for him thank you they might not have all this stuff together you might not got it all together your life might not be perfect but 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 you're you're valuable to somebody to the extent that they are praying and talking to God and saying God thank you for this person y'all still good I want you to I want you to grab hold of that 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 there's there's value in someone thanking you and so Paul says not only do I thank uh, God for you upon my every remembrance always in prayers of mine making watch this he says verse four he picks up he says always in every prayer of mine making request for you all with joy um, you're not only the beneficiary of Uh, the thankfulness, someone thanking God for you, but you're also a beneficiary of someone praying that God would meet your needs. Lord Jesus. Um, Paul says, I'm I'm making requests. I'm always in every prayer of mine making requests for you. I'm praying on your behalf that, (laughs) that the things you need to achieve your full potential, God will provide. Lord, have mercy. Listen, um, listen. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that that you overcome your past, and that your past doesn't trip you up. I'm praying that the people in your life who are obstacles and uh, being used by the devil, I'm praying that God would give you what you need to see them coming and to cut them out of your life. I'm praying. See, see, this is what I'm trying to help us understand. When when we're going on this journey to achieve our full potential, we're not by ourselves. Somebody is praying for you. Lord God have mercy. And I know that everybody wants to wants to go and think that it's just mamas that pray. But can I can I speak on behalf of daddies this morning? Daddies pray too. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministries of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of senior pastor Bucus Sterling the Third, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. 
We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title and broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301 627 9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Beginning Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, the new service times for adult Sunday school, new members class, and young adult power hour will be 8.45 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. The new service times for in-person worship service, children's church, and nursery will be 10 a.m. Continue to connect with us in person or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.